Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome to Movies First. I'm Chris Coleman. And uh, something that Alex and I have spoken about in the past is the dangers of an actor being in a role, a particular role, and then winding up being typecast, which is what makes it delightful when someone who has relatively recently played a superhero winds up in a romantic bio-drama pick called Breathe. I'm talking about Andrew Garfield, Alex First. Spider-Man, you mean? Yeah, well, him too, yeah. Him too, yeah. Uh, he's a good actor, actually, and, and he, he does it well here. Really, sort of, uh, I don't think people think of Spider-Man in any way when you see him in Breathe. Go back to 2014, and Eddie Redmayne won an Oscar for his portrayal of Stephen Hawking in a movie, remember? Yes. Right? And it was a phenomenal film. It was a great representation. I was thinking about that while I was sitting there watching Unfold, what I did watch Unfold in Breathe, because Andrew Garfield's representation of a severely disabled polio victim reminded me of Eddie Redmayne as Stephen Hawking. The directorial debut here of Andy Serkis, does that mean anything to you? Uh, not immediately. Well, it, Gollum. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've just looked, pulled up a picture. Yes, yes, OK. All right, so yeah. better known as an yeah. actor, right? Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And yes. Is it, that incredible role. Oh, I mean, yeah, really, yeah. Really extraordinary. So Lord of the Rings, Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You know, he's got 95 acting credits, by the way, and, you know, He's in post-production for The Jungle Book. He's in pre-production for another episode of Star Wars. You know, the guy can do no wrong. And so I think it's great that he's getting into directing. And, he, by the way... As long as he, he does better than George Clooney. Well, no, George Clooney did... What, what's the black and white movie he yeah. made? Good, good night and good luck. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, exactly. But beyond that, question marks, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. mind you, um, the word good luck probably says it all, doesn't it? So... <laughs> Having said that, he, yeah. well, I think we're being pretty harsh on him uh, because we compared him in a previous episode of Movies First with Coen Brothers material, and that's top shelf, I mean, generally speaking. All right, so breathe. Now, this marks Circus's directorial debut, as I mentioned, the true story of Robin Cavendish, played by Garfield, who was also fantastic in Hacksaw Ridge, right? Great movie, right? So... He, he, we don't. Spider-Man is a long time back, and it's the true story of Robin Cavendish and his wife Diana, played by Claire Foy from The Crown, and it starts in the year 1958. Now, this is a couple that refuses to give up in the face of a devastating diagnosis. It's their love story, really, in the wake of, of seemingly insurmountable obstacles. Cavendish, charismatic, adventurous, quite brilliant has his whole life ahead of him when he's paralysed at the age of 28. 
and he's given just months to live. So against all advice, after he spent months and months in hospital, his wife, by then also caring for their young child, brings him home and they begin a life anew. The head medico says you shouldn't be doing this. They refuse, husband and wife, to be limited by expectations and they floor others with their humour and their courage and the lust for every breath that they take. The two-time Oscar nominee William Nicholson, who did Gladiator, right, is the screenwriter. And it's produced in partnership with Robin and Diana's son, John. These are the two characters in the movie, Robin and Diana Cavendish's son, John. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. So it's a film about indomitable spirit. Really good-looking, inspirational, pushes many of the right buttons from the get-go. I, I couldn't help thinking, though, it must have been sugar-coated a little bit, or maybe a lot, because you, you can't imagine. This would have been a horrendous way to exist and to get by. I, you look at what you look at in this movie and you think, how the heck did they do it? Great deal of credit goes to the two leads and the supports that maintain a largely up-tempo outlook throughout. Garfield is stoic, Foy is rock solid. She, representing Diana, is a woman who sticks fat from the first time she set eye, sets eyes upon her man. And their relationship really does stir the soul and, and their trials bring with them tears. Ours. So story itself is undoubtedly surprising and hence begged to be told. I think many will warm to the heart that's been imbued into the finished product. Some will balk at the blatant sentimentality. At the end of this movie, there's a very small vignette of the real-life couple, Robin and Diana. They're, I mean, I, I love that in movies, you know, where they're based on real life. I would have liked to see a few more seconds of that, to be honest. So it, it's good. It's, it's, um, it's a movie that... I think a lot of people are going to enjoy and get a lot out of. You feel incredibly, incredibly sort of sorry for what happened to this this guy who was in the prime of his life and then cut down with polio called Breathe. It's the lead act, if you like, for the British Film Festival 2017 in Australia, the festival itself runs in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Canberra, Adelaide and Perth through until November the 15th. Uh, a wider release should follow for this? Yes, it will. It will. There's no doubt it will. And uh, so hopefully you'll catch it during the festival. And if not, you'll be able to see it soon thereafter. Indeed. I've just spotted here uh, should be... Uh, in cinemas much more widely as a Boxing Day release. And given that we normally get big action blockbusters on Boxing Day, if you're after something different for post-Christmas, this might just be one to look out for on December 26. That score out of 10 for Breathe? Seven. 
You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.